It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You just don't want to talk, really. I'm just about that action, boss. It's about that action with Wes Bryant and Patrick Ronan. Well, 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 here we are. It's too good to be true. Too good to be true. It was too good to be true. We <sighs> are now uh, two, three days away yep. from an epic, monumental Unbelievable, uh, fantastic, stupendous, whatever. Adjectives galore. Yeah, whatever you want to use, whatever superlatives you choose to use for this. We are now here at the ATC Championship game and the matchup that everybody wanted to see all year. The Kings swag you, yeah. turnover chain, coming down and play the old blue collar, hardworking Clemson Tigers. Right up the street from us, uh, we have another picturesque view of the bushes. Beautiful day. Beautiful day here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful day. Right up the road from us, though. We could walk to the we stadium walk, from yes. where we are. A mile up the road. ACC championship game this week. Miami coming off a loss. That takes a little bit of the shine off of it. A little it. bit. But regardless, this is still a huge matchup. And the winner is still going to the college football For playoffs. Sure. Everybody sure. thought the Kings were done after no. last week. But no. Nah. It was a mulligan for them, it would be. Yeah. And I always kind of like teams coming off a loss coming into these type of games, not giving away anything. But I'm here with my man, Pat K. Reezy, a.k.a. <laughs> Patrick K. Ronan. Uh, this is about that action. And this is ACC Championship Week. Finally, man. Yes. Finally. So, I mean, I feel like we've get, been waiting for this matchup for a month. Let's get right to the meat and the potatoes. Did, you, did, the, did the loss... For the Canes, take any luster off of the game, or did it make you feel lesser about the Canes? Both, one hundred percent both. Wow, one hundred percent. Do both. tell, do tell. I mean, just we were talking about before we before we hit record. I mean, it's just a shame that they lost to Pitt because even though, like you said, it's definitely still a playing game for for the playoff. Yeah, one versus two, which is what it would have been. Miami would be two right now, or they'd be one, and Clemson would be two would have been epic. I mean, an all-time, all-time conference championship game across all college football in the history of the entire sport. So a little disappointing that, you know, instead of 1-2, we're getting 1-7 or 1-8. But at the same time, I mean, that's just Pitt exposed them on some stuff that it's just kind of – Really? I mean – so you feel like the Kings got exposed. I kind of do. I mean, it's hard to say you didn't when you ran the ball for less than two yards a carry. I mean, 23 carries are 45 yards. When that's kind of been your bread and butter a little bit because, you know, Rozier is a little here and there on the on the passing game and whatnot. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was rough, man. They did, not, they did not look good. Now, I heard an interesting thing this morning coming in on the radio. Damian Lewis, who, you know, is a Miami Hurricane. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, also was a guest on West Got Rings uh, oh, way back when. But uh, subtle plug on man. YouTube. Plug. West Brian Live. But he brought up an interesting point about that game as well. He said that Miami had played ten straight games since the storm, mm-hmm. and he said Miami was tired. He said he could tell by the way they were moving, the way they looked, that they were just a little worn out, and they had to play a a, a day early. Right. Um, after coming off a hard fought game against Virginia, and then the two premium matchups that they had on their schedule, um, emotionally draining wins that they yeah. had, Notre Dame and Virginia Tech. You know what? I kind of buy into that a little bit. Yeah. Even though Miami, it, it's tough because Miami kind of did what they've been doing all year. Right. And it finally came, it finally caught up with them. Yeah. Almost. It finally caught up. Yeah. It'd be one thing. I, now, see, I'm I'm kind of with you. I, I agree with all of those points, and they're all you know definitely factors into the loss. But like, I'm that, I'm just kind of more on that side of like it, you, we thought it was going to catch them at some point this year. Yeah. And then it finally did in a game where you just really didn't expect it to catch them. You know, yeah. like I don't know. I mean, people. Some people were saying they thought that was a yeah. Game. I, we said on this one last week. My boy, my boy down in Florida, he called it. Yeah, but almost it, it got to a point with Miami with me though, where if you called that they were going to lose some unranked team, I was like, well, that's not that crazy of a of a call because mm-hmm. they've threatened to lose to unranked teams yeah. five times this year. You know, so like. They've been on the edge. Eventually, they're going to jump, you know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I was more – I'm just more so worried that if Miami brings even close to that same level of play to this game, it's going to be ugly because that – I mean, you just – nah. They, but when you talk about the knock on them saying they play up or down to their competition, that's true. you that's know true. they're not going to play down. No, no, they're they're gonna, not coming in. Yeah. Plus the fact they're coming off a loss, yeah, and they play on a Friday, so they got an extra day mm-hmm. of rest. Uh, but Miami, I would be floored if they came in here and got rolled. Um, plus, to me, Clemson's not explosive as explosive on offense to me to roll a team like Miami. Um, so to me, I can't foresee that. But for me, that game did it lessen my expectations. Now, Miami, no, it didn't because I'm big on psychology and sports. And I just feel like Miami still knew they had a chance to win the ACC, which they haven't done since they've been in the league. Mm-hmm. So I knew they still had a lot to play for. So I didn't, I didn't think that that was going to affect their psyche going into this game. The fact that the last time they saw the Tigers, they just got outclassed in every which way of the yeah. word, uh, which, you know, when I'm thinking about all of this, it, it really has me wondering, you know, it's, it's got me thinking about my pick yeah. because I'm so big on psychology of sport and the fact that Clemson did come through and embarrass them the way that they did. Miami is a proud program. Very proud. And that loss was a low point for that program. Yeah. That was one of the lowest points for that program. You know the alumni, You they took that one to heart. Mm-hmm. Because Clemson is a team that pretty much since the 80s has not been on Miami's level as far as caliber of talent, right? level of pro- program. So I could imagine this week the chatter is definitely, you remember what happened last time. Mm-hmm. We're not letting that happen again. What, what do you think about that? I'm, I'm with you on the on those levels of, of the – I don't think Miami's psyche has changed coming mm-hmm. into this game at all. And sure. I'm kind of with you that I, I do think there is some validity to the – to the argument or the discussion of does the loss in some way help them kind of 
get that out of the way and kind of regroup and refocus and all those things. Because, I mean, you know, if someone were to say, well, what's so different between, you know, Miami going to Pitt and losing versus Clemson going to Syracuse and losing? You know, they just happen to happen at different times of the year when, you know, Miami's is put under a bigger microscope. Which, like, yeah, I think you could say something about that. You definitely can. Mm -hmm. But I'm with you. I'm I'm with you, though. I don't think it's going to change any of their – I don't think Miami is any less confident as a team or a program. I don't think Rick's any less confident in his guys now than he was Thursday before they played Pitt. Do you think that's kind of like a basketball type deal? Like where teams get in the NCAA tournament and before, like if you like the Kentucky team that one year when they almost went undefeated. Sometimes do you think a loss is good? It's almost better. I because they were on the nation's longest win streak. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, I in a sense, I do think it is. And another, it's so late in the season at this point that I don't really think that the loss necessarily like is something. It's not not in the same way as basketball, where you've won thirty games and it's like, all right, it's a, you know, it's a do or die. That first loss could ruin your whole could ruin your whole season. Um, Fourteen but I, games, is I do, it's, it's a lot. It's, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm giving them their credit, <laughs> and I'm I do not think I, do, I really do think they will they will be almost refocused after because you'd have to imagine. You know, and maybe I'm just, you know, thinking on my own. But yeah. with the way Miami, you know, they're, like we said, they're a proud program. Yeah. They're, they breed swagger. They mm-hmm. encourage swagger and confidence and all that stuff. So after winning all those games, after being up there, you know, ranked number two, all this stuff, you'd have to imagine there are some pretty big heads in that locker room. Yeah. Thinking that they were, you know, pretty pretty darn good and that mm-hmm. the stuff might not stink mm-hmm. but um and I think that this loss you know probably brings you know the air out of some out of the balloon a little bit maybe brings them back down to earth which I think could help them but it's just I don't know I just keep seeing the Miami they're they they waver so much more than Clemson does when Clemson kind of stays stays on the beaten path you know um so it's it's gonna be tough. Like I think so I think excited. Miami I think Miami's gonna really have to bring it. I'm bring so excited it for the X's and O's of this game because the the talent level on mm-hmm. the field is absolutely tremendous. This is the most talented tremendous ACC game we've yeah. had. The NFL scouts will be in abundance. Oh yeah, at, at this game because you're talking about, in my opinion, I mean this is it's not even in my opinion two of the top five front sevens. In mm-hmm. all of college football, mm-hmm. they're built virtually the same very, across very the front. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you look at Miami's D line, Chad Thomas, Joe Jackson, Big McIntosh, and Kendrick Norton, one of my favorite guys in the ACC. Uh, and then Clemson's D line, three first team all ACC uh, guys. And, you know, by the way, Albert Huggins and some of those other guys um, are pretty doggone good, yeah. you know, as well. But you're talking about, and not to dispute, Cleveland Farrell, uh, Austin Bryant, Christian Wilkins, and my man Big Dex. Right. Uh, which four of them may always those are four. Say. Those are four first-round picks. Exactly. That's much. what I'm saying. Uh, and Dexter Lawrence is my favorite player in, in the league. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it's just going to be tremendous. This is a man's game. There's yeah. no questions about it. Yeah. It's going to come down to, like you said, Clemson had to be licking their chops seeing how poorly Miami ran the football. And I think if you're Clemson, you look at this game. We'll talk strategy. Yeah. Which team do you want to be in? And I can, you can give a strategy for what you think oh, is the key man. to success, and I'll give a key strategy. 
You want me to be the Canes? Cause I uh, we yeah, both you, got a lot of swag. You can be you can be the Canes. Okay, all, all the <laughs> Okay, if I'm Miami, what I want to do is for me defensively, the game plan is I won't say it's fairly simple, but I know I have the ends to get the pass rush. I got the D tackles to collapse the pocket. I want to put this game in Kelly Bryant's hands. Ah, because my second day, I lead the nation and uh, turnover margin. My one of the nation's leaders in interceptions. I have ball hawks back there. We make things happen. Right. I want to limit Clemson's running game. Put the ball in the hands of Kelly Bryant and say, "Hey, win the game. Contain him in the pocket." But they have to keep Clemson uh, because I've seen a lot of games where they get. They can get first downs running the ball on third and eight, third and nine, whether it be Kelly Bryant scrambling or they can run a run play. Yeah. So, but if if I'm Miami, that's what I want to do. I want to keep Miami in. I mean, I want to keep Clemson behind schedule all night uh, if possible and see just how good he is passing the football against my secondary. He's got 12 touchdown passes now. They've got the speed to get behind them. Between yeah. Ray Ray McLeod, sure, yeah. Deion Kane, Clemson's definitely got the guy. And mm-hmm. T. Higgins is a murder. Yeah, he's coming, out, a freshman. Of, like, coming out of nowhere. Well, I wouldn't even say that. I well, had can, him for what he had done for what he yeah. had done to this I, point. I season. had him pegged coming yeah. into the season as one of the freshmen who mm-hmm. was going to be. But he hadn't really blown up yet. Yeah, exactly. These past couple games, he, though, he's you know, really... He was a kid that came in with A.J. Green comparisons, right. and he's very much like him. Now, offensively, if I'm Miami... There's no question about it. My offensive line. Has, I remember my, to my uh, high school JV basketball coach uh, told us one day in a moment of sheer intensity, though we found it hilarious that sometimes you got to look down and see if there's a, a stem growing from the apples. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so when I say that, and you can imagine him telling that to a bunch of 15-year-olds right. and us trying to keep a straight face. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? In the locker room. So, that's one of the worst times of my life when he was coaching us. Because we would be, he would say stuff that was so funny and we couldn't laugh. You can't laugh. Yeah, we couldn't <laughs> laugh. And you, you see that like finger right. and, and you don't want to look at yet. We definitely digress. You can't make eye contact but, with yeah, anyone You don't want to look at anybody else because it's over. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so, the offensive line for Miami it is parallel that they must come to play. Mm-hmm. Because I know if I'm Miami, my quarterback is streaky when it comes to passing the football. This is a chunk play offense, but I have to establish something on the ground to yeah. keep it running. And, oh, by the way, uh, offensive line, your test is pretty, uh, like I said, it's pretty daunting. Don't know if you'll see a better one. That's yeah. what I'm saying. When you're talking about four First round yeah. picks. Yeah. These aren't just four Not NFL guys. players. Yeah, these aren't just four guys. Two will be undrafted free agents. First round these are creme de la creme. Yeah. Uh, scouts will be looking at your draft tape to against yeah. this. Exactly. These guys. Exactly. And, oh, yeah, they got three pretty good linebackers behind them. Right. They can make plays, too. So, if I'm Miami, that's my game plan for success, as I have to be able to establish the run on first down. Um and defensively, I want to put the ball in in Kelly Bryant's hands, and uh, especially teams like I said, I, I you know you got to limit comes to two because they've got some dangerous guys. Ray Ray McLeod on punt return is about you know statistically he's he's kind of up there, but he's one of the most dangerous returners in the nation. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. 
Coach Dabo. I, I think, uh, <clears throat> well, thanks for, thanks for tuning in today, guys. Um, no, but I, honestly, I think it's, I think they're pretty similar game plans on both sides of, on both sides of the bar, mm-hmm. both sides. Like if you're Clemson, I think your, your main folk to focus or your main focus on defense, stop the run. Make them run the ball on you, yeah. and if you st- and on offense, take care of the ball. Or you said make Malik Rozier. Make Malik Rozier throw the ball. Yeah, stop the run and make Malik throw it because we've seen time and time again that he is, like he said, one of the streakiest quarterbacks in AC. When he's good, he's really good, but when he's bad, he's pretty bad. Yeah. So and it gets bad fast. Yeah. I mean, he's got of um of like, like last Friday. Like exactly. I mean, among qualified quarterbacks. He's, you know, which is like, you know, certain amount of attempts in the season. He's got the second lowest completion set percentage in the ACC. Yeah. He's thrown the second most picks. At the same time, he's tied for the most touchdowns. He has the third highest quarterback rating. And for so the season, he's in the 50s. Right. Yeah, five, 55%, which is brutal. Yeah. yeah. Especially for a team that is as good as Miami or has, yeah. has done as well as they have. Yeah. So, if, if I'm Dabo, I'm saying shut the run down. I mean, we'll take and almost, you know, and again, we don't let the statute of death here yeah. on on it. But there are some interesting statistics when you look at Miami's defense. They're, you know, they lead the nation in takeaways per game, yeah. but their passing defense in terms of yards allowed per game is seventh in the ACC. Yeah. That's the middle of the pack. So yeah. they take the ball away, but they don't necessarily shut you down. Yeah, but not right. Exactly. Yeah. So. So if I'm Clemson, I'm saying on defense, stop the run and make Malik Rozier throw. And on the contrary, that Clemson has the number one passer defense in yards per game in yeah. the ACC. Yeah. So their secondary is no joke. Yeah. And on offense, I'm just telling Kelly Bryant, just take care of the football. Yeah. If you even have the slightest, mm, maybe throw it, maybe don't, throw it in the stands and let's relive another down and let's move on because Clemson has shown – or. Miami has shown, excuse me, that if they don't turn the ball over, they are incredibly, incredibly mm-hmm. beatable. Mm-hmm. If they don't, if they don't get some takeaways, yeah. and they thrive off that, you know, like that. I mean, their whole team, as soon as they get one takeaway, yeah. and that chain comes out for the first time, it's on. It's on, baby. Everybody. Yeah, every yeah. everyone, the whole dynamic of the game, and that's even if Clemson could jump out fourteen nothing to start the game. And then Miami gets a pick and whatever and sets up some good field position, boom, you feel like it's tied. And, yeah. You know, you feel like it's back mm-hmm. to 0-0 because zero, zero. Mm-hmm. everything, I mean, there's so much momentum that comes with turnovers for them. And it's it's insane. So I'm telling I'm telling Kelly Bryant, take care of the football, take care of the football, take care of the football, and we'll be just fine. I mean, if you, if you were to tell me Miami's going to win that game with without – forcing a single turnover like Clemson has no turnovers and Miami wins I'm telling you no chance yeah. not a chance even if Clemson turns it over one time I don't know if that's enough for Miami to get the win yeah. so I'm telling Kelly Bryant take care of the football and I'm telling Venable on Venables on defense shut the run down and make Malik Rozier beat us give me the critical matchup individual matchup for this game that you feel like that Clemson has to win. I, th- I think I'm st- I'm sticking with the. I mean, I'm going heavy on the run, man. It's Travis Homer for me. If he if he doesn't get it going, they're going to be in deep trouble because I I just do not trust. I don't think Malik Rozier has it to single handedly take three four step drops. You know, make a couple reads and beat them through the air. I just I, don't. I don't think he has that. Do huh? you do you have a like an individual match or like a like Kelly Brown versus like a even though these guys aren't really going up against each other, I see but like a Jaquan Johnson that's like I see, a center I see. field on that defense, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see and them saying. playing a cat and mouse. Game. I see what you're saying. Um, I don't know if I could narrow it down to 
to one for sure. to one guy versus what? I guess sure. I could say if I'm going to stick with Homer, I think it might be Homer versus Clemson's linebackers because if he can get through that first level, through that first round gauntlet of draft picks, can he make it? Is he going to make it a four yard carry because the linebackers going to step up and make a play, or is he going to chunk those into eight, nine, twelve yard carries? Where then all of a sudden Miami's offense is a totally different offense. Yeah. You know, like if they get that going, where you think Homer can break out. You know, six, seven yards on first down. Have a couple of big, you know, 12, 20-yard runs, stuff like that in that range. Then Miami's offense is totally different, like totally different. But if he's getting if he's getting stuffed and he's only breaking at most, you know, okay, four or five. I'll, I'll make it easy. He's in trouble. Who is the individual that you think is paramount to their success? Now, not name Kelly Bryant because it's always easy to pick the quarterback. Not name. You just, but, well, if you're Clemson, on the Clemson roster, who's the guy? You think it needs to have a big game? I might go with like I might go with Deion Kane. No, I was just thinking. I, I think I was just thinking that. with how good or with how much Miami relies on their secondary uh-huh. to bring that uh-huh. it factor to the game. Yeah. If they've got a go-to guy where you're like, man, he's getting open and he's bringing mm-hmm. down balls every possession. He's bringing in. He's bringing in a catch mm-hmm. or whatever. That's going to get to Miami, I think, mm-hmm. a little bit. And that's going to – especially if they have to start dropping in double coverages and, you know, doubling up on guys or whatever, that's going to be – That's my guy. That's why we so do the show yeah. together. And we did not discuss that before we, did not. we hit record. Let's I was just, just thinking – I was thinking I was like um, Deion Kane. I think, yeah, I'd go with Deion Kane. He's definitely going to be excited to go against his Florida brethren. Mm-hmm. He's uh, going to know plenty of guys on I'm not team. sure. De- I know Deion Kane was a huge um, – he was a huge recruit coming out of high school, so I'm sure Miami offered him. So it's not like it'll be that type of situation. Right. But he'll definitely be excited to go up against oh, yeah. some of what For I'm sure, sure. some That'll of his homeboys. Yeah. For the Miami roster. Yeah, I let's flip it on. Let's flip it. Who you got? The on guy there. who has to have a monster game. It is going to be the Mike Backer, my guy, mm. Shaq. Shaq Q, my guy. He's one. He's my one of my favorite characters in college same, football. Man, same. He's such a warrior mentality, full of charisma. Mm-hmm. He's the classic Miami middle line. Tons of I energy. Think he's definitely going to be one of the best uh, there is. So, with that said, why is Shaq Quarterman the guy? Shaq, like I said, Clemson runs the ball. That's their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. He is going to have to be rangy. Now, this whole linebacking court, now, that's going to be the interesting thing, too. Clemson hasn't seen a defense like this. Mm-hmm. NC State had a great defensive line. But this front seven of the Kings, especially these three linebacks, are arguably the best linebacking court in the country. These guys are rangy. Yeah. And why is that important? Because on those third and eight, third and sevens, when stuff breaks down and Kelly, Kelly Burns trying to get out that pocket, yeah. you got three guys – that you can play on all three downs or two that you can play on third down and right. they can run around yeah, they and make side, him feel they side on side. Now, Kelly Brown's a tough guy. He's not going to back down from anybody. No. But Shaq Quarterman is going to have to be an enforcer. Mm-hmm. He's got the guys in front of him to clear the path, and he needs to make sure that he is a linchpin in, uh, in containing the Clemson running game. Um, you know, he's just gonna have to have a mic back again. He's gonna have to be like Dan Morgan and Ray Lewis and those guys. I'm talking yeah. 14, 15 to 20 tackles, whatever's necessary. But he's gonna have to do that. And on third down, he's going to have to be the guy, uh, that's going to keep, uh, Kelly Bryant in check, which is hard to do. Very uh, hard. To you do, know, yeah. when the quarterback gets out of the pocket, but yeah. to me, he's the guy. Um, but 
And it's because I just love this matchup so much. We can go offensively. Offensively for the Kings, uh, I feel like that uh, we need an Amon Richards game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's been trending back a little bit the he past has. two, three games. He has. He's been getting there, you know. Oh, I got, yeah. The past couple and, games, he's been. And more, they look need at his him. Line, you see, all right, that's more of Richards like yeah. performance. Now, they've got some guys, though. Young Thomas, they got some speed out there. Mm-hmm. That if I'm Miami, for one, I'm coming out guns blazing. I'm taking some shots. Yeah. I got them on Richards. Now they're gonna miss Chris Herndon a little bit over the yeah. middle, but this is the time for Michael yeah, that's kind of to tough. make his to make his bones. I'm sure his father is giving him an epic. Oh my speech. goodness! <laughs> the things I would, the money I would yes. pay to to be in on that phone call. Yeah, you know. Or, so um, but yeah, he he's the guy. Um, because like I said, Thomas in that slot. I could feel like he's going to make a big play because he's a very tough matchup in mm-hmm. the slot. Very hard. And then, of course, Mr. Slot himself, Braxton Berry. Right. But to me, Amon Richards has got to have an Amon Richards game. This is the game for stars to come out. We know the cliche, yeah. big-time players, yada, 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 yada. But it's but cliche for a reason. Exactly. Amon Richards needs to play like mm-hmm. Amon Richards tonight. Uh, you know, in the ACC, we had him ranked preseason as the number one receiver in the in the league. He needs to play like it. Yeah. He's got to come out because, like you said, with that running game, he needs to come out early and get a big catch, take the top off the defense. Yeah. But, see, I think Clemson doesn't really care because their front seven is so good. They're like, we're not, you know, blitzing or doing anything nah. exotic anyway. They're just playing just, ball. Right. They can play traditional straight-up yeah. ball, and they got the they got the athletes and the players to make that traditional straight-up yeah. ball look like it's not traditional. So, offensively – okay, so you already picked for Clemson, but defensively for Clemson, who do you think is the guy? Oh man, the catalyst. I mean, jeez, you could almost just say which one of those four guys on that line is going to have the huge game. You know, like if you let one of those four guys get in there for two, two and a half sacks, four tackles for a loss, you're kind of done. You know, like you're kind of done. Yeah. So, I mean, I think for Clemson, I think it's just kind of it's any of those four guys. It's usually are they going to? Can they get to? Rozier the way they've gotten to everybody mm-hmm. all season long, mm-hmm. um, which will be big on both sides. And I mean, they're tied. They're one and two in the ACC in sacks this season. Clemson's got 40. Miami's got 39. So they're right there with each other. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's Clemson. If they can get to Rozier, because he's already, you know, he's already shaky, but then you start hitting him and whatever, and mm-hmm. it's going to get a little bit, a little bit harder to, Especially you get that to stay in that pocket yeah. and make some reads and, and hit your second, third option, whatever it may be. If you know you've been hitting the back two or three times and yeah. put on your keys and taking some licks, exactly, like it's that not, hurt. Exactly, exactly. You're not just getting knocked down. These yeah. are knockdowns. These are like blindside, you know, yeah. shoulder to the spleen yeah. kind of. You're just you're yeah. getting smacked. You're shaking out the cobwebs. Right. Exactly. Get up. Exactly. And uh, and those are just the ones that you know that count. He's going to let a few balls. He's going to have to stay in the pocket, stare down some some of those huge and dudes, and take a lick and still make a quality throw. So it's. It's it's gonna be tough sledding for Malik Rozier. I mean, Ooh. tough sledding. So I'm I, I won't pick a single guy. I'm saying any of those four guys on the line that are gonna get off. Who do you give a, a coaching advantage? Now this may be a rhetorical question, but we got some pretty good coaching matchups here. Some yeah. very good coaching matchups. I mean, matchups. you got Mark Rick versus Dabo. You got Manny Diaz versus Brett Venables. Mm-hmm. Who are you giving the coaching answer? I think this is kind of an obvious answer. Yeah, but... and I'm gonna give you kind of the obvious answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just. 
I mean, and even if you want to look at like, you know, now that Clemson's been there enough times, they've done this, you know, whatever, whatever. Miami just hasn't. And even though Rick has a few times in the SEC, he's that was always his kind of knock at Georgia was he can't win the big game. Mm-hmm. Um, was always his knock at Georgia. Because uh, he did pretty much everything there except win the big game when yeah. they really needed it. So so I have to give the coaching advantage to to my or to Clemson. Excuse me. It's just uh, yeah, that I, one is is kind of is kind of obvious. I think. Yeah, I I agree. Um, you know, Clemson's been there, done that. They record against the top fifteen um, the last two years, eleven and one. Um, you know, their record against the top twenty five. And, you know, like I said, they, they got the belt until somebody mm-hmm. takes it. And they've been in position to get the belt the last two years. So mm-hmm. the experience and the season of this coaching staff is um, is, is excellent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, this is just a – all right, now let's go – this will be interesting to do. Let's do – before we get out of here, let's – Break down position by position and say who has the advantage as okay. far as the units. Okay. I like start that. with quarterback. Who do you give the nod to? I, I got to go Bryant. Go I got to go Clemson. Because? Just because Malik's just too shaky for me. I feel like Kelly Bryant's worst compared to Malik Rozier's worst mm-hmm. is. Yeah, Kelly is, Bryant could be pretty bad. He, he can, but he hasn't done it as many times <laughs> as Malik has. You know, like he's kind of been in between the, you know, like. He's more a, stable. Right. He plays a safer game. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, like, if you're on a scale of 1 to 10, Kelly Bryant's kind of been hanging out in the 5 to 8 range yeah. all year long, where Razier has gone from, like, a 2 to a 9 in yeah. certain games. You know, like, one game he's way down there at a 2. The next game he's up there at a 9. So, where you, like, like which one are you going to get? So, yeah, I'd, I'd have to give that to Clemson. Running backs. I think this is easy. Running backs is, yeah, that one's, that one's obvious. Yeah. They, they got backs. Yeah. Lord. Which also, let's just not forget, what if Mark Walton wasn't injured? I know. You oh know my. you know Mark Walton. Oh, oh my God. God. You imagine that, Mark Walton. <laughs> oh, I mean, now, he will probably come back. But, God, you know it's killing him. Oh, I feel so bad for that kid. You know it's killing him. So inside. bad for him. Because, man, if he's playing in this game, it's a whole... Yeah, it maybe it is one two matchup. And they don't lose yeah. a pit if he's yeah. playing this game because they struggle to run the ball. Yeah, um, so yeah, man. Okay, so. uh, receiving core. This is a good. One. This one's tough. This is a good. This one. one's tough. Receiving oh, core. Oh man. Now we can go. Now I'm just going. I'm gonna I'm throw not, it out man for man while we decide. You talking about your number one? Is you can match him up. Deion Kane. You can match him up almost exactly the Bryce same. Bryson Barrios. I would. I would go with. It is a tough one. But I would go with Clemson just because of the simple fact that my number one, I know, is that my mom Richards is probably an NFL first yeah. too. But I got guys like that. I got Renfro, right. who I know I can count on right. in the clutch. Now, Deion King will drop a few balls, but then you're talking about uh, Ray Ray. Ray Ray can be a little skittish too, but Ray Ray's nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got young T. Higgins, stuff like that. I think their depth is a – yeah, it is tough. But I would go with Clemson just over the fact that Deion Kane has been a little more consistent than Amon and shit. But Amon's yeah. been hurt and all that. I think I really wanted to say Clemson, and yeah. I just thought I can't say Clemson for every single thing it's we're doing. It's hard, though, but it's, it's hard. It's tough, so it's I might have gone with right. it. Uh, offensive line, I would go Clemson. Clemson, easy. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Defensive line. I'm still going Clemson. Yeah, Clemson for sure. 
Uh, even on Miami now, when we say that one, it's not bomb much. No, no. It's like, you know. Linebackers. We're, split, we're splitting hairs with the defensive lines. Linebackers definitely came. Yeah. I'll but be, now I'll I'm be, not going to say definitely. Not definitely, but that's the only position. But that and the second. I mean, depend, it depends on how you look at their secondary. But that's one of the few that you would think Miami is probably. I'll take probably, Miami secondary and backers. Ah, oh, man, that's tough, man. I think Miami secondary is definitely better than Clemson. You think? Yeah. I think they have more playmakers, but they bend a lot more than Clemson bends, you know? That's interesting. They get the ball. I'll go with that. They, they get, get the, the ball. ball. Yeah, and that's a huge part of huge part of defense is do you get the ball. So I'll, I'll go with I'll, I'll So ride that's you. Miami advantage and linebackers, defensive backs. They barely lose on D-line. Special teams, what do you got? I'm going Clemson on special teams for sure. Special teams, yeah, I'm gonna go with Clemson too because, like I said, McLeod's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. But Barrios, Barrios is, you know, he's decent, decent, he's decent. But he's not putting no fear in my heart. Clemson's got some, Clemson's got some kicking, kicking woes though. Oh gosh, yeah. How can we forget about woe. the kicker? No, I'm going with Miami. I'm going with Miami because Bagley's the better kicker. Yeah, if it I, comes down to it, I do. No, nah. yeah. kicking's more important than return. That's game. huge. Mm-hmm. All right, so with all that said, now is the final. Uh, the moment of truth here. Let's do let's do one final uh, boss of the week before we uh, before we do some picks. Okay, who's your boss? Even though we kind of didn't talk about a single other game. Okay. In the yeah, ACC. we didn't. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna let's, I'm gonna show some love to my man Kenny Pickett. The, okay. Uh, the freshman quarterback steps in for Pitt, and like I mean, the dude won the game. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you can't really say much more. He was 18 to 29. 193 yards and a touchdown. Then he added 60 yards on the ground and two more touchdowns on the ground. So he accounted for every single touchdown that Pitt scored, and they beat, you know, the number two team in the country hadn't been beaten. So uh, I'm giving boss of the week to Kenny Pickett. Okay, that's a nice pick. Uh, For my boss of the week this week, I am going to go with... (laughs) My boss of the week this week, uh, I am going to go... With my man AJ Dillon uh, yet again Another out there looking like young game. Bo Jackson, the ACC Rookie of the Year. I'm telling you, man, people think because he got the Boston College Uni on, they right. don't want to give it up. Yeah. If he played for Alabama, running the rock like he's running, yeah. they would be saying, "Oh my God, he's the greatest running back of all time." Put yeah. him in the first round right now. Yeah, they would. Telling you, AJ Dillon is a is a killer. Yeah, he's a monster. So, they got lucky with that one. He was I mean, committed to Michigan, and then he decommitted ooh, to stay close to home. And could Michigan did, use him right now? Oh my God. goodness! I'm not my uncle. <laughs> all right, so but all right, let's moment get, of two, baby. Let's get to what it. you got? What are we doing here? Pick and let's do yeah, pick, pick. pick and score. Let's we'll add, add a score to it, just because. Okay. You know, we'll, I want to make this. Let's make it a little interesting. Um, I mean, it'd be if you've listened to the show to this point, you uh-huh. probably know who I'm picking. Mm. Um, I'm going Clemson just because it's, they're just the better team in, mm-hmm. in my eyes mm-hmm. in most every category. Mm-hmm. And the categories that they aren't decisively better in, it's yeah. close enough that you can make the argument. Yeah. So um, it's just, you know, the whole thing of experience, the big games, the leadership they have. Um, I, it's just going to be – it's going to be really hard for Miami to win this game in my eyes. I think they need – Miami needs two first-half turnovers – if they want a chance, um, I just don't think they're necessarily going to get them. Oh, we're breaking news. Uh-oh. Are we breaking news? Breaking news. Uh, Amon Richards was carted off the field during practice. Today. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh. 
Our mileage is carted off. Whew. Man, that's almost... So now you're going into this game minus him and Herndon. Oh, dang, that's brutal. Attack. That is brutal. Well, then I'm even further going <laughs> with Clemson as my pick to win the game because... Oh, wow. Oh, man, that's devastating for the Canes. That is really, really devastating for them. But man, Next man up. Next man up for sure. But, uh, yeah, I'm going Clemson. I just think they've got too much in every category. They're deep. They're experienced. They got level heads on them. It's a different. Uh, it's a different swagger at Clemson. It's a different swagger. Mm-hmm. Like people think Clemson like doesn't have swag. When in my eyes, they're oh, one they of the swaggier teams in the entire yes, country. For sure, it's just a different type of swag. Like it's a. It's kind of a proven, understood swag. Yeah. You know, you don't have to really. You don't have to really speak about it all that much. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Clemson, and I'm going to go with a final score of. I'm gonna go. I go twenty-seven to ten. Mm. Yeah, ten. <laughs> I'm going twenty-seven. Oh, wow. Twenty-seven. Ramon well, Richards injury got you that bad. See, to me, he—I mean, he's been contributing, but to me, I think me personally, especially in football now, the, the emphasis is placed so much on quarterbacks. If your yeah. quarterback's playing well, it yeah. doesn't really matter who's out there. Mm-hmm. I think Cager. Um, uh, what's my guy Langham some of those guys they've had they've got those freshmen that'll be yeah. ready to step up Barrios is still there uh, you know it, it, it's gonna hurt but I think it won't affect them that bad Okay, because Amon Rich is to this point right now especially this season he's done a lot of deep ball work and stuff right. like that that's kind of been his thing chunk yeah. play yeah. I think they got guys who can do that okay. um, so that doesn't really deter me I'm going to go with Clemson though the championship pedigree yeah. Clemson's one of those teams that you know you can you can rock with them uh, until late and then they make that play when they're up four they make that play that that put some in good field position, and they scored a final touchdown and ended up winning by 11. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Clemson to get this one done. Uh, I'm going to go 31-27 uh, in a thriller. A lot of points. I like that. Yeah, I think this is going to be a thriller. Uh, I'm hoping for your score more than my score. <laughs> yeah, 27-10 love... would be a epic fail. Yeah, and that, that means it'll be, out of, it'll be out of the question yeah. at halftime, which – like I think there's a better chance Clemson wins by more than two touchdowns than Miami. Yeah, don't let it be like the South Carolina game. That's yeah. South Carolina. Yeah, game. that would be rough. Like, that would be rough. Awful. Well, we'll see how it goes. It Saturday night. Yep. You Saturday know what I'm night. It is. It's all going down. Eight o'clock. Uh, this has been another edition about that action. Yep. Uh, be switching over to basketball here soon. I know. Lace up your sneaks, folks. Lace up the, your sneakers. The Marvin Bagley hour. Nah, I know. Easy. I know. Let's just let's, <laughs> let's let football ride out before we start talking about how good Marvin Bagley yeah, is. Yeah, I know you, you're very frightened <sighs> right now at the sight of him. But Can't even uh, watch tell ESPN him, anymore. <laughs> tell them where they can find you. <laughs> You guys can find me on Facebook, uh, Patrick K. Ronan, or uh, chirp at me on Twitter at PK underscore Ronan. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at West Guy Range, Facebook, West Bryant, uh, and my YouTube channel, West Bryant Live. We will see you guys next week talking big time playoff talk. Big time. And ACC Be nice to people. All right.
the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 